Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What is his goal? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy, Boss Wahab, as always saying, thank you for tuning in. First things first, Winnipeg this weekend, February 17th, 18th, Friday, Saturday, 8 p.m. Make sure to come out. And I got a lot more dates that I've uh, got posted on my website now at bosswahab.com. Bunch of dates here in Ontario. Check those out. And over that, back in the studio with me for the God knows how many times, the homie motherfucking Jam Easy Cummins. What's popping? James Jam Easy Cummins. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, what's popping? I'm actually trying to drop the Jam Easy name, but but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think in Toronto, it's gonna people are going to call me it either way, whatever. But like uh, every time I've been going to a new city recently, I've just been saying James Cummins because producers and comedians hate stage names of course yeah, yeah, yeah so i'm just like i i always have to get over this initial step of like fuck this guy and then they meet me and see me on stage and they're like okay actually he's sick but i'm like i'm trying to skip that first step of fuck this guy that's why i said james jam easy comments because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, big norm normal can is doing the same thing everyone eventually does it you know i the think only black zeus aka mike demis is gonna do that shit he too. is i think I saw, we had that conversation so right? i talked to him months ago yeah when i first started thinking about it and i tried to like drop it then and he was like, the same thing happened to me five years in. I was like, I'm either going to, uh, like, I wanted to drop it. And I was five years in as well, right? Like, this is going on six. And he's like, uh, but he stuck with it. And he was like saying like, but his is more like a brand. Like, Black Zeus, like. It for, is. He's right. Yeah. And he's introducing himself as new people as Black Zeus. I don't do that. Yeah. When I meet new people, I'm like, hi, my name is James. I'm not like, hey, my name is Jam Easy. Because it just. If yeah. yeah. It, I don't have that confidence to be a stage name all the time. I, I didn't mean. For it to be such a thing in comedy, like, Zeus can be. Zeus is easy to just be like, yo, people call me Zeus. People know? call me Zeus. Yeah, I don't the know. Black like, Zeus. I guess I could say Jam. Yeah, because like Mike is short for Michael. You know what I mean? I mean, why can't Jam be short for James? Your people Jim are gonna call you Jam Easy, anyways. My friends are, yeah. But it's like as far as the grand stage and fucking all the fans who have yet to discover you. James Cummins just makes things easier. So hundred percent in the future, right? Hundred percent. Because then you just stick to your actual fucking name. There's no like. I know it James is Easy, AKA or whatever the fuck. It is weird though because I haven't been like other than my by my mom and family, whatever. I haven't been called James even by friends in like probably like 13, 14, 15 years maybe. So it's been like so I'm I, when so you're people, not even used to. It. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Yeah. Like my ex girlfriend would call me it. She called me James, but like other than that, everyone calls me Jam or whatever. Like so it's. It is going to be take some getting used to people just saying, hey, James. Well, James, it's not like it's like your name is fucking Mugindu as a white guy. It's like know, you're a white guy named James. It's it's going to fall. It's everything's going to fall into place. Everything will be fine. It's just a couple of years of Everything people hitting you fine. with the James. But um, yeah, Super Bowl this weekend. What do you want to ask? You said, yo, me and my boys are having okay, a okay. It was actually about the halftime show. So Rihanna did the halftime show. She was pregnant. She still sang great. But here's the thing. So wait, wait, before you get into this, uh, plug what you need to plug. Plug your podcast. Gunner's fucking thing is on the sofa. I got to break it out for two seconds. But right, plug right. your shit, okay? Yeah, Gunner's his dog. It's, he's got something under the sofa he's got to get. I don't know shit, if he's a good dog or a bad dog yet, uh, but he's a young dog, so he has time to learn. Uh, now, what you need to learn about is my podcast, or actually, it's just like a YouTube talk show. It's called Come On Now. With James Cummins. Uh, you know, sometimes things happen in life and you're like, come on now. Or sometimes you're just like, I've had a nickname for 15 years and I just want to go by my real name. So you're like, come on now. Uh, so check out Come On Now 
with James Cummins. I think Abbas will be a guest. Shut the fuck up, you know, no. <laughs> bro. I love that spiel you're saying. I'm like, bro, just plug it. You're like, you know what? At life, there's, there's moments where you plug Yeah, I will be on it. Bro. I was trying to kill as much time. I didn't know how long you were going to be out there with the dog, so I tried to give as long an explanation for the only thing I have to plug. Otherwise, I could say, hey, I'm driving to Vancouver. I'm going to make some stops along the way, guys. You can catch me in oh, Sunday, yeah. Bay, Winnipeg, Calgary. Yeah, Vancouver. that would have probably been the main thing to plug. But it's like, <laughs> but, but I, don't, I understand. What you're I don't saying. have the venues written down off the top of my head, but I do know Thunder Bay, February fifteenth. It's probably the only show in town. I think it's called Campfire. Uh, so if you miss Valentine's Day or you just wanted to go out on a Wednesday night, hey, it's February fifteenth. Come on down. Check out James Cummins out there. Yeah, closing that motherfucker out. Ooh, uh, yeah, Super Bowl, Rihanna. Super Bowl, Rihanna. So the the argument that we had at halftime is who has more hits? Who would win in a versus Rihanna or Beyonce? And Beyonce. I think, I think Rihanna would destroy her. How? What she I, got? Okay, uh, well, uh, let's let's go hit for hit. Let's go hit for hit. Okay. Name a Beyonce hit. Single ladies. Okay, umbrella. Okay. We'll, we'll just see see if you can keep going as long as uh. I'm, yeah. By the way, I already I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> what does she have besides umbrella? Beyonce has like. No, no, no. Oh, Rihanna. For, for Rihanna? Yeah. Um, unfaithful. Uh, uh, where have you been all my life? That one. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's one of her first uh, ones. Bitch better have my money. Bitch um, better. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess She Rihanna. has a lot of hits. Yeah. She has a lot of uh, songs that get a lot of radio play. And so does Beyonce. But I just think Rihanna has more hits, I think. I think. I think you're right. Now that we've gone through them like that. Pretty I, sure. Look that up. But... But why is it that I'm? Because uh, Beyonce is iconic. To, exactly. There's there is that spectacle iconic level. Beyonce shit. is beautiful and an amazing dancer, and has good songs. But I think a lot of her songs are more focused on uh, just getting women like empowered. Empowered. But yeah. I think Rihanna just makes like she makes club hits. Yeah. Like, she's like female many, Drake. I don't know how many club hits Beyonce has. No, she just you're right. She empowers women. She's like champions woman, women yeah, yeah. and shit like that. And yeah, and I don't want to get the beehive. I don't want to fucking fuck with the beehive. If That's they, what if they we call got the beehive, beehive. The beehive's listening, and they're gonna come attack me for this. But I, I think Beyonce is great. I had a big crush on her when she was in Destiny's Child. I'm not trying to knock Beyonce. I'm trying to give props. Why don't to you Rihanna. like any of the other dark skinned girls, bro? What the fuck? You just have the, to go with the light skinned chick, bro. I liked Michelle. <laughs> yeah, did you? I liked Michelle. She was a good. Christian. Did you though? Yeah, <laughs> I actually followed Michelle after. Uh, she has some good. Unlike no one else, she huh? has some good Christian songs. <laughs> a lot of people thought. Uh, Kelly Rowland was the second best in the group, but I thought Michelle was. She had a better voice. Mm, Kelly Rowland. Does she f- do any of them tours like by themselves? I'm sure Kelly has done a bit. Because she had she had a little bit of a solo career, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Huge song. Yeah. Dilemma with Nelly. Dilemma. I love you. Oh, and Nelly, I, I need you. Oh. Nelly, I. <laughs> Great one. I do. But it money mean you. Never know. <laughs> God damn, huh? You like karaoke? I actually do. I actually do enjoy karaoke. I love karaoke. Yeah. You know, it's something about it's like, you know, when you're growing up, it's one of those things for some reason you feel like you should be embarrassed to be doing as a guy. Yeah, yeah. But like I went to fucking engineering school. I got a lot of Asian friends. I've been in a lot of late night karaoke sessions. It's bro, when everyone is fucked up, karaoke is one of the funnest things you could be doing. Especially when Eminem, because lose yourself is gonna come. Uh In the fucking like queue of songs that night, and when "Lose Yourself" comes, everyone's like, duh, 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 duh. "It's mm. the fucking best." I don't do a lot of rap songs in karaoke. The one rap song that I like to do in karaoke though is uh, "Old Dirty Bastard, Baby, I Got Your Money." 
Baby, I got you, mom. I love the beginning of that song. This goes out to all the pretty girls in the world and the ugly girls, too, because you know you're pretty anyway, baby. <laughs> what a nice little message for all the ladies in the world. You know what I mean? Was it Even by the ODB? ugly girls are pretty, too. Uh, ODB, yeah. Old yeah. Dirty Bastard. It sounds like a Nate Dog thing to say off the top. <laughs> this goes out to the ugly girls out there. Because <laughs> you know ugly, you're pretty, ugly. too. God damn, man. Fuck. What do you feel about music nowadays? Like, are you. Love it. <laughs> Are I you, love music. No, like I was saying, the new people popping up. Are you new the mindset? Like, have you heard uh, Lil Uzi Vert's fucking ch- that track that's taken over everything? Yeah, that was a I Philadelphia. Wanna, that was a Philadelphia Eagles like end zone dance song uh, that they were like because he's from Philly. Oh, gotcha. So that was one of their songs. And then yesterday, after Kansas City beat them in the Super Bowl, they were playing in the locker room. Real heartbreaking for Philadelphia Eagle fans. Wow. So, so they were doing the dance. Kansas City was playing it in there. Yeah, no then, way. After like they, they stole it. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. And, the other thing is, so the whole, just uh, one more point on the football music stuff. Meek Mill's from Philly. Yeah. He has a song called Dreams and Nightmare. That was another one that was like one of their like seasoned songs. Like they'd always play it in the locker room. You see them after like getting hype. Philly, right? And last night they were up by 10 in the first half. You could say the first half was a dream. In the second half, Kansas City came back and won. You could say that was a nightmare. So their, their song really did play out in the Super Bowl, Dreams and Nightmares. <laughs> Jamie's here, bro. See you in Thunder Bay. This is February fifteenth. So, He's so, gonna be opening with that bit. So do I like music? Uh fuck yeah, I do. But I was listening to Lil Uzi Vert, the new that yeah, song. Like, ah, ah. I'm like, this is like uh this is like a whole new thing right here. And I think um What do you mean? What's it what's new about it's it? It's very punky and like it's um just the whole production of it is very different. It's not conventional by any means, but it like has gone up, uh, it's like the topping in every billboard, and it's like right yeah. up there in Rap Caviar, and it's been there. And I forever, I was like, wrote it off. But then one time I played it, and I listened to it through. Yeah. And then now when I'm at the gym, I fucking like put it. it on every time, bro. I just want to yeah. hit it once. But have, it you, once. have you noticed how songs are made specifically now so they could be TikToked? Have you ever noticed that shit? Uh, there's definitely a... Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, bro, that part specifically. And when Drake, when yeah. was like, I remember when Drake was like, the Arabs say, "Baby, Anna, Anna, something Habibi." Like he he dropped one Arabic line in it. Yeah. I'm like, bro, they're doing all these things because all those little sound bites because they know 15 seconds, six to 15 seconds, repeatable sound bite hmm. for TikTok. Cool. I see that shit specifically. Just a, ah, ah. I'm like, this is pure. He literally did a TikTok dance on the music video, like being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Go, let this be a trend." So that's what I gotta do in comedy too. Yeah, just make, make a it fucking second thing. realable, if that's a word, you know? Yeah, yeah, I have to add dances into my act. Yeah, it's a not going to work. A quick, <laughs> it's not going to work? Nah, imagine. <laughs> just fucking and dancing I, comedian, James oh, Jamie's oh, oh, coming. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People are the, just my, like, my, fuck. His signature dance on his punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be that guy, man. You thought Jamie's yeah, was I a know. tough road to get out of? I get, rid of be. I get rid of one thing that makes comedians hate you and replace it with another. <laughs> with a way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see so, James, he just dances with the punchlines. I don't do the nickname thing anymore, but I do have uh, a dance that goes along with all my punchlines. And it's, it's like, kill yourself, and it's pretty bro. big on TikTok, actually. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> but you missed a UFC fight, huh? Yeah, that one I was out doing comedy during, but... Uh, That's my boy. I, I, I went caught it after my shows, that, bro. I had two shows that night. Playboy, no That excuses. was your boy because his name is Islam? Is that why? No, it's funny you say that, but I went to catch up my buddy Ahmed's house. But we're, we're kind of... We're rooting for Islam because fucking Islam. He's one of the mountain Khabib motherfuckers that yeah, can't yeah, be yeah. defeated, bro. 
Yeah, there's a couple of... Like, it's funny when a guy... Okay, Muslims Islam are ones. dominating the UFC. Yeah. There's him, obviously Khabib, but then there's one other guy. There's a... Uh, I think he's a Swedish Swedish uh, Muslim guy. Really? And he's he's I'm, dominant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bro, it's that fear of God and devotion and discipline. Bro, you can't, you can't break it. Yeah, it must Once be. you have a fucking strong faith in the Lord and Allah... So mere humans can't destroy that shit, bro. But is fighting encouraged in the Quran? No, but jihad, like fighting for a noble cause, fighting for to stand in name of God, fighting to save your family, all these fighting for your country and your nation, blah, blah. blah all these are obviously encouraged. Those are like honorable deaths, mm-hmm. just like Japanese type culture. But like, okay, okay. not like if he steps on your, it's not like hood culture style, like. Oh, he stepped on his J's now. We got to go. It's not in the Quran, you know? Right, right, right. But they, it also, uh, it's nice to see their representation on the grand stage, like, to get the, the, the community hype over it, right? Yeah, I mean, Khabib specifically is like, Nurgamiyarov, like, can't be beaten, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, retired. Apparently, in the training camps, no one has ever beaten Khabib except for Islam. Yeah, it's just too bad that, that he never had any real uh, fights, you know what I mean? Islam he, or Khabib? Khabib, Khabib fought uh, like so many times. He would fight somebody that's like on the way down, or like he never fought people that were like on the top of their game. He dominated a. Didn't a divi- he beat McGregor at the top? He beat McGregor after McGregor took two years off fighting. That was the second fight, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Yeah, he took he beat so McGregor left on top, went to fight Floyd Mayweather, took all this time to come back, got the big ass bag, right, and then he came back and got his ass whooped by Khabib. And I'm not saying that Connor would have beat him either way, but I'm. He didn't catch him fresher. at he didn't catch him at his best, and then uh, when it came time to, to say Khabib could have fought like a maybe like a Kamara Usman next or like an Israel Adesanya, like that would have been like the next fight in line for him. I would say because he's already dominated that division, he would have to do a catch weight with somebody else to make it interesting. I think is Khabib the lightweight? W- were they middle w- w- bantam? What? No, no, he wasn't was bantam. He? I think he's lightweight. Yeah, I don't know. But the doesn't Israel well. fight middle? So wouldn't he have to go two-way class? So it or? must have been Kamaro then. Kamaro, yeah. Kamaro would have been the next one up. There was somebody that would have been like his next one in line. Yeah. And that's when he's like, I'm going to retire now. What and I'm like, for is this fucking even John Jones fight. His last fight, didn't he? Somebody who was supposed to fight somebody and like it switched up to switched somebody up else. Switched up last second? Khabib yeah. has a lot of fights like that. And I'm not trying to – he's a dominant fighter. Yeah. I'm just saying when you look at his fights – he was. It's not. He's not John Bone Jones. He gotcha. didn't fight. John Bone Jones just killed, killed everyone, everyone at the peak. Yeah, and didn't like. Yeah, so. Yeah, Andrew Ant for this fucking fight. Which which one's coming up? John's uh, Jones versus what's his name? <laughs> who's who's his, what's uh, his name? Khan or whatever is Khan or some shit like that. I forgot. We we're just looking at it. They're promoting on this show. Uh. Jones versus Gain. Gone. Oh, Cyril Gunn. Yeah, Gunn. Yeah, 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 that should be cool, but he's going to whoop his ass. Yeah, of course, but still. I wanted to see him fight uh, Francis Ngannou. That's what oh, I wanted to see. Oh, bro, that's what I... Wait, but did Francis I think uh, he left. relinquish his belt? He went to another one or what? I think he's going to go like do like a, a boxing match or something. Yeah, because he said... I, did you ever watch his Rogan episode? No, no. One of my favorite Rogan episodes ever, bro. Really? This guy's got the craziest fucking story I've ever heard, man. Yeah. It's incredible, man. Okay, it's I'll true. watch it. I'll pure king shit. Pure... Old school biblical Old Testament story of like fucking being exiled and trying to cross in and being dropped in the desert to die and doing like, bro, it's the wildest story. And his original dream was to be a boxer. So that's pretty sick that he's going to go 
and uh, try okay. to fucking hold his own with that. However it works, it works because he got his title. He's just going to get UFC. tons of money to get beat up by Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah. Happen. And he got his title in yeah. the UFC. So he's like an undis... No, I don't want to say undisputed, but... Because he's lost in the UFC too, right? Yeah, he did yeah, lose. He yeah. did lose. So it's like still a superstar fighter. I don't know if he'll kill it in boxing, but still, his story is wild. Mm. Bro, yeah. you got to hear this shit. It's in, like him making it from Cameroon he, into He's like a homeless. Europe. He was homeless or something, right? That's the, the lightest part. Of, just the yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. There was times in his life he wished he was homeless. That's how bad. He, homeless was an upgrade for him. You, you That's how tough his life was that he looked at homeless people on the street and he's like, I hope to I one wish. day have everything that that guy I has. Wish. A whole can a nice and street. a sign. Oh my goodness. Bro. That uh, guy's got a fucking blanket. Don't you love how anytime you hear a comedian's uh, coming up story, they always include a part. There's always a moment in every comedian where they were homeless. Is there? Bro, I hear the dime a dozen. I hear these stories like... For one part, I was homeless. I was living in my car. This, I was homeless. This, I was. And what they're talking about is they were crashing on people's couches True. for fucking a week. So technically, you didn't have a spot or two weeks or a month or whatever the fuck it is. But uh, everyone loves to to show how committed they are to their fucking craft. Yeah, yeah. I was homeless at one point, and I still didn't give up, man. I still went to my blah blah blah. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. My big thing when I am a superstar, and they're like, "Wow, you know, what was the hardships on you making it?" And I'd be like, "Well." uh, I almost got married to this girl. She's a great girl. And I called it off so I could focus more on comedy. Like, that was my, like, big turning, turning point. point. And, like, it, and it was right at the beginning. But I'm just saying that was where I decided I'm going to put all my time into comedy and not into, you know, starting a beautiful family bitches. with a beautiful girl. But wait, so no, not it was bitches. just comedy? There was n- it was a perfect relationship? And you're like, nah, comedy. Because there's no way. I was had You were going to leave either way. It I don't seems think like. so. No, I think, I think if, I, if it wasn't for comedy... So you guys were engaged, right? I remember. We were correctly. engaged. Yeah, we were engaged. I called it off in 2019. How old then were you at the time? 29, some shit 29, like that. 29. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. You're 30. Could, yeah. Somewhere around that. I'm born in 1988. Figure it out, bro. We'll, we'll uh, break a calculator. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she was great, and I and if I could make babies with a girl, I would have made babies with her. But but the, here's the thing. If I made babies with her, I wouldn't be able to go out and do comedy. So that's that. What that was it. But when 2020 hit, that's not true, by the way. When 2020 hit and, yeah. and lockdown happened, and we'll come back to why it's not true. Okay. When 2020 hit and the pandemic happened, I did acid for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when I was coming down, I was like, "God damn, I love that girl, yo!" And I tried to like reach out to her and be like, "Let's get back together. Let's do this thing." And she's like, "I know if comedy was still around, you wouldn't." Be ha-. She's like, "I like hearing this, but I know if comedy was still around." You wouldn't be saying this, so wait till it comes back and then see if you still have that energy. And I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> she, that's good. Uh, good judgment on her end, though. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's good, like, yeah, ah, I know what the vibes are right, right now. Right. You're like, I love you. <laughs> You're so bored. You watch everything on Netflix. Let's get yeah. back together. But it would have been the perfect, the perfect time to start a family was lockdown year. I get. I, you would have just been home with the kid anyway, so it's like. Perfect. Yeah, but that would have been just out of force, though. I mean, fuck that shit. Dude. I don't know. Pandemic babies, I think, are they're they're get, they got a lot of love the first year of their oh, life. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's like a now. What were you gonna say is not true when I said about the baby thing? What? Why? You know, it's funny. It's like uh, <laughs> about uh, me about the the fork in the road being making babies or doing comedy. Yeah. Okay, so explain why that's not true. Uh, because it's just an excuse. It's like an easy out to be like, ah, I can't grind. I got a kid. No, you can still grind. It's just fucking make time for two things. I know it's difficult, but the list is on like long as fuck of all the people that did it. Uh. Cat Williams showed up to L.A. with a fucking 
like, and this is one of seven or nine kids, however many kids this thing is at. But fucking every mic and show he went to, he had a fucking um, cart or what, not a cart, but like a stroller with uh-huh. a baby in it. You know, Chappelle obviously had his kids young. Josh Wolf, um, Louis had kids. Dude, everybody that we know for the most part had kids. You just got to figure out how to balance it. We're working the night. Kids go to bed seven eight p.m. We figure it out, bro. That's true. We figure if, it out. If if the if the girl is uh, very supportive of you going well, out if and it's, doing everything, right? Well, if it's your like dedicated, we will say dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what you're trying to do. This is what you're trying to make of your life. If she's not supportive of that, then there's a problem. That's a core problem to begin with. Yeah, right? I think she wanted to buy a house a and, and settle down and everything. And uh, in my mind right now, if I wanted, if I, I don't give a fuck about buying a house because um, I know what the I know what the trap is. Like I own the family house that my my family's in in London yeah. just because it was a divorce and no one else could get the mortgage except me. Blah blah blah. Uh. So I see what home ownership is. Your parents got divorced. Yeah, yeah, crazy, huh? I didn't know that. Know that? Oh, like. Six years ago. Long time ago. Long, no, I mean six years. I don't know. At 30 years of marriage, right? But Yeah, uh, yeah. So what, what was the problem, if you don't mind me asking? Well, they just hated each other for like my whole life, bro. They were fighting. And the oh. day I graduated university, my mom was like, come into my room. And I'm like, what? And she's like, just so you know, your father and I, we've been like separated for years. Because they haven't even slept in the same room for years. And uh. fu- so I'm like, oh, shit. It was so, but they wouldn't do it legit until like. All the kids are out? All the kids are graduated, and they did a sloppy. You have too. younger siblings too. Right? I do. I have two, but uh, anyways, when the divorce happened, and they're like, "Okay, this chunk of money," because my dad's like, "We're selling the house. I'm taking a split. Y'all taking a split," and then we just have money, and it's like there's no home now, so I had to get the house. So, anyways, I see the pitfalls. I see what home ownership is, and before that moment, I was like, "Bro, you got everyone's got to own a house. You're not a real fucking." Grown up. successful adult yeah, unless yeah. you own a house and then now i see what the fuck it is you just you just fucking covering it for the bank you know you just getting a loan from the more like mortgage from the bank and you're just putting your name on that loan this is my loan to yeah. lock in this house and you're just constantly doing maintenance and paying property tax and fucking just nothing bro it's just i'm like this is home ownership fuck it number one number two if you were in the mindset that, yo, I want to get a house, in my mind right now, which, like I said, I don't give a fuck about buying a house, but the fastest way I know to ma- to buy a house right now is to continue on the road I'm on. It's not to leave comedy and find a stable job. Right. That's the, because then you're just fucking uh, at the mercy of these people whenever they need you. Who knows when sales go down, you're gone, right? Uh-huh. This is the only thing that you have actual control over is your material craft. It doesn't matter if the club doesn't fuck with you. You have a standalone craft. This is the most sustainable way to get a house is going on the fucking paths we're on right now. So uh, I'm like, you know what I mean? I mean, for you, that makes perfect sense. For me, I'm saying right now at least, I probably lose fifteen to $20,000 a year doing comedy. Right now, but like I'm saying, the job you have right now that pays fifteen to twenty thousand dollars more, right. you have no control over your employment. You think you do, yeah, because they're hiring you right now. But, bro, fucking uh, Conrad, Conrad Osei, I'm hanging out with him two weeks ago, Sunday. He goes, "Yeah, bro, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about moving to Montreal next year. Yeah, I'll probably switch because he works for a producer for this agency. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, maybe I'll switch uh, I'll offices over there, whatever the fuck." The next day, he texts me, bro, I got fired. So he was making plans a year in advance with this company 
And in, in 24 hours, That's they crazy. let him go. He didn't see it coming. So this is what the fuck I'm saying. Like, uh, you have no control of what's going to happen. So you may be getting 15 to 20 Gs more, but you may just show up and be like, yo, you're out. Versus uh, what club is going to be like, Hey, that weekend we were selling tickets for, we're not doing you anymore. We booked someone else. That's that's not how these places fucking operate. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it may not make that because we're at the cusp right now. Right. Right. But five years down the road, without a doubt, comedy, right? Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, I'm, comedy. Whether it pays more or not, I'm still going to do comedy because I know I've I've done the life where I'm just working hard and for the money. And work. Working hard for, for the money. money, but you better treat her right, and that's the thing. I wasn't treating her right, and that's why we had to break up. No, um, but well, that's what the, you fucking. If you uh, spend your time making money just for the money, yeah. you're in a hurry to blow that money. Yeah, yeah, you're like, fuck. I worked forty hours of bullshit to make this. I'm gonna have fun with this for sure. I've never been good at saving either, so I ain't gonna get a house either way. But if I stayed with that girl, I would have. I mean, eventually you want to stop renting. I mean, we're fucking young in the grand scheme of things, and we will stop renting eventually. But like. Fuck rent. Buying means nothing. Keep yeah. renting. It's so much simpler. Yeah. No property tax. All the damages on them. Fucking just claim half the place as like, I'm working from here. Mm. Whatever the fuck, right? It's yeah, so yeah. it's so much, bro. The life of like the freelancer, self-employed. Ooh, there's so much freedom in it, baby. Right, right, right. So much. What do you freedom. do right now, other than acting? Like, how do you, how are you bringing in money? Not even. I haven't booked something for acting in a minute. It's pure comedy. Oh, sick. Congrats. Pure comedy. That's great. Yeah. Pure comedy and uh, content creation, which I guess I'll, I'll put under the umbrella of comedy. Now, this is audio only. Did you find that you're getting more audio listeners than viewers on YouTube? I've always had more audio listeners. Than really? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't and put I, enough stuff in audio, but I, uh, I'm getting the opposite. Okay. But here's the thing. How's your attention on the, on the uh, videos? Do you ever look? Uh, how do you see that? Go to analytics. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll check it out. But I'll show you, like, my videos have, like, a good video has 25% retention, as in, like, average. So what does that a mean? lot of people retention. gave it, as in, like, they watch 25% of the video? Exactly. Ah. So a lot of people hop, watch two minutes, and they're like, oh, okay, I'll listen to this. A lot of people, and a couple people watch the whole thing, and that brings that stat higher. But my audio, has like averages like 90% retention. So people wow. on audio, they listen to it from the okay, beginning okay. to the end. Video is kind of like, oh shit, this episode or whatever. People, A lot of people either play podcasts in the background or go to watch an amazing podcast. But episode after episode, a lot of the stats were coming from, uh, from audio. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, good to know. Yeah, I mean, like it's case by case basis, like you're saying, right? No, but so you, you are right. For you, so many people put... Uh, They'll put a podcast on in the background while they're doing something. If you're going to sit down and watch, you know what I mean? If they're doing audio. Yeah. If you're going to watch something, it's more commitment to sit down and like It's way more it. commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people drive. They commute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like, I'm looking forward to, I'm listening to Joey Diaz podcast right now. I pause on a great part. I'm like sick because I know I got to fucking drive later. I'm like, yo, I'm going to finish this on that drive. Nice. So I'm yeah, amped. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And I, for when I drive across the country, I'm going to be listening to mad podcasts. By the way, that have you done that before? Drove from across the country. No, have you ever, and you're just doing a solo, huh? Yeah. So this is just gonna be a crash course in podcast, pretty much. I mean, I listen to podcasts already, but I'll I'll be taking on some new ones for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I listen I, to everything because I'm gonna be driving for eight hours a day. That's crazy, bro. Well, like, they really got to make robotic drivers. Like, just put a little robot in the car or some shit. It's wild to just put a human in. Like, how many hours in the end is it gonna take? I think it takes. 
Well, eight times eight times six basically. Eight times six is what? Forty? Eight times six is no no no. Eight times six is forty eight. Yeah. Forty eight. Forty eight plus like another five hours, let's say. So it'll probably take like so fifty five hours of just like a human body, like just behind a wheel. It's yeah, like, bro, yeah. we need robots to fucking No, I don't mind it. Yeah, it works I get out it because you get paid, but get paid really and, it's the and, comedy. And I'm getting to do comedy and yeah. one of the comedy stops I'm getting paid nicely too, so my boy's double Have dipping. You, you went to Thunder Bay recently, right? I bro, I just recently went to Thunder Bay. And how was Hell how was the audience there? Oh, the audience was great because okay, there's okay. like nothing going on in that city. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So if you, how long are you there for? I'm just, just one night. Oh, everywhere I'm gonna be just one night. I wanted to snowmobile so bad. Have you ever snowmobiled? Nah. Yeah. You're a Brampton white guy. I person. never snowmobiled. I never jet skied. Those are two things I would love to do, though. Yeah. ATV. You're like, this is how you got to tell people. I don't have white privilege. I've never jet skied. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, I never had a cottage. <laughs> like, I don't by the way, that's the highest level of privilege I ever felt. I've cottage? jet skied w- no, oh. once in my life in yeah. uh, whatever the fuck, Dominican, Cancun. But, bro, just going in the water and, like, into open water. Like, it felt like Grand Theft Auto. Like, if you that's took so a jet sick. ski. Bro, I've never. I'm like, this is privilege. This is just hang yeah. like, but it gets boring so fast. All you need is thirty minutes of it, cause cause you need like pylons. Like if you took a nice car and I gave you a ten kilometer by ten kilometer asphalt stretch, yeah, you get bored. You'd get bored, fucking, cause you'd floor it as fast as you can. You'd feel how that feels. You'd drift a little bit, but you if you put pylons and and then told someone in a parking lot and told someone finish these pylons as fast as possible, that guy did it in a minute. Bro, you're gonna have way more fun. Right, right. You're gonna try and set you new can, high score. That's the problem with jet skiing. It's just like eh, you, with friends, at least it's fun. But I just fucking rented it, and everyone yeah. else was doing some other shit. It's you need a track. Boring, bro. It gets boring. You need a water track. You need something going on. Yeah. You need buoys to avoid. You need something a has jump. to happen. A, a ramp. A jump. I don't know. Do you hear Ken Block died on a snowmobile? No, I don't know who that is. You know, every time you see um, um, Red Bull drifting rally car, the, those crazy the guy comes does crazy drifts. Okay. That's Ken Block every time, the race car driver. All right, Rally car. Bro, fucking, I don't know if he took a jump, but he uh, got killed by snowmobile, bro. Snowmobiles kill everyone, man. That's why when I was in Thunder Bay, I was so amped to rent one, but uh, I just couldn't find a rental place in time. When I was living in Brampton as a child, there was a guy that rode a snowmobile through the back. Uh, like my, my house backed onto a field, and somebody rode a snowmobile through the backfield. And we weren't living in like the country. This is like the suburbs. Yeah. And my, and my dad called the cops, and I was like, "You're such a snitch." Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, like, I was yeah. so disappointed in my dad that day. And he's like, <laughs> "What? He could hit a kid." I'm like, "I'm a kid, and yeah. I think you're being." A I'm kid. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, you pussy, dad. That's yeah. fucking hilarious, bro. I remember one time I was uh, this. There was this like cute chick, and like I was 19 or 20, and I was like, I wanted to ask her out, but I was like, you know, she was hot, right? And uh, she was like a friend. My buddy's girlfriend's friend. Mm. So finally, one day I was like, "I'm gonna do it today." And I, I, like on that day, or it was either the night before, her brother took a jump on a snowmobile and squashed him. He died. So I was like, mm. "Fuck!" <laughs> it was like I was so mad. I was yeah, like, yeah. Motherfucker had to had to hit the ramps on the snowmobile. Fuck! Because you were about to ask her on a date, or you were about to go on a date. No, I was about to like be like, and I felt like there was a vibe. I was about to ask her on a date. Yeah, yeah. And then she was just a write off for. The rest like, of her life. Yeah, I said, well, since I, I went back and I, I, I just typed in her name on Facebook just to see yeah. if she exists. And there are pictures of I, like black and white crying. No, no. It's like with like a wedding photo. So I'm like, Ooh, okay, it ended up working out for her. Yeah. But but she was like, when that happened, I was like, oh, okay. It's like. I wonder if she met that guy at her brother's funeral. 
but he looked like a, a fucking uh, snowmobiler. So because a lot of times people get like what that grease you seen, pussy. You seen wedding crashes, right? Yeah, Will yeah. Ferrell when they, when they go to funeral crashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's bro. That's the best scene. Oh, it's so funny. Any movie you watch where they're bringing a character that just got introduced ends up being Will Ferrell, yeah. you're so amped. so good. <laughs> you're like, yo, here we Chaz. go. Yeah, mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, you want it, mom? <laughs> I never you know what so? she's doing back there. <laughs> yeah, right. What's she doing? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Fucking Will Ferrell, man. That was, that might be my favorite role he ever did. Just that scene right there of going to his house yeah. and him in the it was a classic the robe. Yeah, <laughs> you that, want some? <laughs> that I love that movie in general. They're making a second one too. It's coming up. Uh, that bums me out though when they make sequels like fifteen years later, and you could tell, and they try to match their makeup so they still look young, mm. and it's just kind of like yeah. The speaking of like sequels and remakes. I uh, watched the new Pino- Pinocchio recently. It's uh, Academy uh, nominated, Oscar it's nominated, uh, Guillermo del Toro, right? And Who's I, that? Who's that again? Guillermo del Toro. He did like The Shape of Water. He does like a lot of like weird, like creepy movies kind of thing. Like he directed it or made it? He directed it, it yeah. Okay. All right. So, and I watched it while I was on shrooms and mm-hmm. it was very trippy. Uh, but one thing, I was making voice notes to myself while I was on shrooms <laughs> and, uh, and I was like just going through it. And one of the things um, that I said is if you're going to remake something, because so many people remake things, you can't just remake it. You have to reimagine it. Because when you remake it, it's shit. When you reimagine it, like this is like a whole new take on a, a take on yes. Pinocchio. Loved it. Yeah? yeah? It was great? I think it's going to win. I think it's going to win an Academy Award. Is it, is it for kids or is it for adults? Uh, I think adults. Yeah? Is it dark kind of? Dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. My girl's been trying to watch it. And I was like, in my mind, I thought she kept saying fucking Pinocchio. Like she wanted us to open Disney Plus watch Pinocchio I'm, yeah. like, I'm like no why do you keep suggesting and no, then I was Netflix. on Netflix I was like oh there's a new Pinocchio yeah yeah it's what, sick huh you yeah it is sick you uh, gonna, I, I want to watch it it's gonna turn out the shrooms was do 80% you, of it do you do shrooms yeah of course okay I recommend this this is what I recommend you do this is exactly what I did take the shrooms watch B movie B movie was incredible on like shrooms Seinfeld and that's on Netflix yeah yeah Have I never seen? watched it okay first of all I didn't know Seinfeld wrote the movie I thought he just voiced it but as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is like one long Seinfeld joke. Like the way one scene moves to the next, it's like he's like telling a joke like the whole time, like in a way. And I'm like, this is sick. And also the colors and stuff are cool on shrooms. And just the storyline's crazy. It, and that is more, it's more adult than you think it's going to be. Because he actually had to apologize after like that. He's like, there's some adult content in it that like maybe. Like my audience was not ready for. That kids weren't, because it's a kid. It was made marketed as like it's going to be like a cartoon for kids but then oh. it, it turned out being like super adult yeah so, kramer's just saying nigger all throughout <laughs> it. like i don't know if this is good for children the reason i say watch b-movie first is because the vibe i was in after b-movie was like how the fuck is anything going to follow that and it was <clears throat> i don't know if i watched pinocchio first on shrooms maybe i would have just been scared but b-movie had me like so fucking like creatively juiced and like so like that was so amazing that when I watched Pinocchio after, I was ready to be a little bit scared because I already had fun, you know? So Pinocchio's scary. So but they pair well. It's a, they pair well. So B-movie, funny, funny, and just great joke writing. Unbelievable joke writing. Yeah. It, it's Seinfeld, man. You, you like Seinfeld, Is Larry right? David involved in it? No. Because Seinfeld is Larry David. It's not that's, Seinfeld. That's also it's true. It's Larry David. Well, I mean, chill. Because Seinfeld, he has some pretty good jokes, too. Yeah, but if you ever listen to fucking Jason Alexander, which voices, uh, or which plays uh, George, George, who is he was David. like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was like, I used to think he was just oaf and whatever. And then eventually I realized, oh, I'm this, I'm 
playing Larry David. Like all these ideas. Yeah. And I love George in the show. I think, and once you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, it seems like, yeah, it was Larry. It was mostly Larry David. I get the sense of that. But I mean, I'm a big fan of Seinfeld. I grew up on Seinfeld, blah, yeah. blah, blah, the whole Seinfeld thing. But I, I think it's, if, it, if we're looking at a pie chart, the biggest slice is Larry David. That's fine. I, 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 I don't have a hard opinion on that. I'll I fight just, you on that. I just think you should watch B-Movie on streams and then watch Pinocchio after. Are they are they two it. hours a piece or like 90 minutes a piece? Probably like 90. Like I think B-Movie is probably like 90 and uh, Pinocchio might be close to two hours. Because it's the adult one. It's more like serious, yeah. It, what's the animation like? The animation like is... Like Tim Burton or some shit? It, 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 it's not Tim Burton, but it is like a little... Cre- you know what it is? It's... Um, when they do the the moving claymation kind of thing. Oh, that's what it is. It's kind of like that. It's not a claymation, but it's kind of like that. Like they, I watched a little bit on, on how they do it, and it's like this, all the stop motion. Like they have to make every like facial turn the hand, take a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Fuck, cool. Fuck. Now I'm amped to actually watch it. I've been rejecting the idea of watching it for literally like a week or two oh. now. I'm like, fuck Pinocchio. I've seen it. Tell your girl you're welcome. You know, I'm like, yo, me. yo, I linked up with Jam Easy. He <laughs> said it's great. Yo, let's do it. We'll but do I, it for Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does she do shrooms too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I had. So that night, B-movie, Pinocchio, told myself, no more Jam Easy. I, Actually? I, so that's I, what it took? I Pinocchio? watched the two movies, and I, I was just having, like, internal dialogue. and Was it a theme of, like, be true to yourself there or wasn't, some shit? It wasn't, but what happened was, I, uh, Super Bowl was also coming up. This happened, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> and I was thinking, in football, there's a phrase, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. And what I was thinking what is... What does that mean, though? If I have two names, I have none. If I'm spreading myself, like... Telling some people I'm Jam Easy, telling other people I'm James Cummins. When some people say, oh, Jam Easy's sick, and everyone else has heard me as James Cummins like on the West Coast or whatever, then they'll be like, who's that? And when people come to town and they're like, oh, I saw James Cummins out there. He was pretty dope. And they're like, we don't even know who that is. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, as, at this point, I'm a nobody, so it doesn't matter. But as, I'm, as things are getting bigger and like I'm growing slowly, it's better to just... Oh, bro, put your fucking eggs in the your real name basket. Real name basket, exactly. <laughs> who, who is advising against that? You know no, one, I mean? no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying. But like, it's the realization. Like, and you're going to kill in Alberta with and that And who name. was advise, advising against it? I'll tell you. So months ago, I was like, I started putting my name down as James Cummins on like the corner lineups and stuff. Like uh, I told Joe, I'm going straight. Right? Yeah. It's the first couple of shows I do there. And then um, one day I go and, and Paul Thompson was there and he was like, He's like, you can't, you can't drop the name Jam Easy. He's like, he's like, if I could go back in time and give myself a nickname, I would have. And I thought he was fucking with me, but then he was making some good points about how it makes you more memorable. And like, it's just like, so many people will go home and they're like, that last guy was funny, but I can't remember his name. But it's like, when it's Jam Easy, it's like easier to remember. I Which, guess so. I guess so. I guess so. But at the same time, it does more harm than good along the way for me so far. I, I agree with that. Like, I remember. Uh, Idris Alba, for example, that's a name no one could remember. People be like, what's that black guy? But eventually. Everyone knows the motherfucker. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knows the name, right? Fucking, what's his name? Anape uh, Kikuntu um, from uh, what team? The Mavericks or not the Mavericks? Oh, Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yeah. No one could say that. Now, like, yeah, yeah. we all know it, right? Khabib yeah. Nurgimera. These are unpronounceable names. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Names that just give you a fucking aneurysm just trying it. But eventually, with greatness, everyone remembers. So I think what Paul is saying helps in the short run, but the long run... It doesn't matter if yeah. you when you make your fans. It doesn't matter if your name is Click Click or fucking James Cummins. I think if um, if I was only gonna stay in Toronto, New Comedy, it's fine to just stay as Jam Easy. But the fact is, I want to go spread myself around different cities and stuff. And 
coming in with a stage name to new cities is it's just, just tough it's nowadays. Shit. It's just shit. Yeah. It actually just, just makes me sad, yo, that people are already hating me just for just seeing my name. They're like, well, I fucking hate yeah, this guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. And, and nine times out of ten, I do prove them wrong. And they are like, I thought you were going to be like this, but you were actually cool. And it's like, fine, cool. But I'm like, I, I, I want to skip that step because I'm too sensitive. Bro, I, <laughs> I'm too sensitive to carry on. I don't want to deal with this with shit. Fuck you, energy off the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, Joey Badass, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. Is he I, now I slept on him for fucking years because I was like, Joey Badass. His la like, what a fucking. But it's fuck a rapper, at least like. But still, I was like, Badass with the two S's with dollar signs. He's one of the best in the game, bro. That guy's lyrically in the beats he chooses. Uh -huh. I, I don't, I don't think he produces his own shit, but. He's one of my top rappers, bro. But I slept on him for years just mm. because his name, like, fuck that guy, right? But I'm not saying that's a reason to stick with your own name or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, I know what you mean. I, there's, you see a name, and you're like, ah, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to be like, fuck James Cummins, but they're going to be like, who's that? James Cummins sounds like out. a racist, though. James, like, this really? guy's, yeah, diesel, like, diesel engine, James Cummins. Cummins diesel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, still. You fuck drive it. diesel. I don't anymore. The car got crashed, but uh, I love diesel. That's the what car I'm saying. Got you can do well in Alberta. Someone hit it and totaled it. Oh, shit. I didn't crash it, but it got hit. Well, it, well it was parked? No, some fucking guy uh, snowplow reversed into it hard and fucked up the whole front end. Holy. So yeah. what are you doing now? No car? I got the car. I got. The, I just got another Golf. Okay. okay. Yeah. I got, I'm, that's the last Volkswagen for a minute. Mm. I just realized the last three cars I got, because every time I get a car, I kind of learn the servicing of it and it has its own set of tools and everything yeah so once i got the jetta and that got hit and destroyed then i got the golf diesel and that got hit and destroyed i panicked i needed a car quick i went i got a golf city it's the gas yeah just because like, you know how to fix just because i know i know the car i know what's going yeah. on i know the forums what's all that shit but i'm like that's it that's the fucking last one that's the last one i had a at a nissan what was your first car uh, it was a hand-me-down from my parents, whatever. It was a Buick Rendezvous. So it was actually oh, a big, shit. The big body whip. Big fucking SUV, the but Rendezvous. My first uh, one that I got myself was a Kia Forte. Okay. Oh, the, the one I saw back in the day. That yeah, was your that, first car? that was my first car. Because the, the Buick I had for a bit, I ran into the ground. Like Pretty much what happened was when my dad left, he, he didn't take the car with him. Yeah. So that's that, how you that, left that's quick. How, that's how I got the Buick. Yeah. You're like, I'm <laughs> the father figure now. Pretty much, honestly. <laughs> Did you find did you find that too when your parents got divorced? Did your dad become a little bit more like your son? Not in like a disrespectful way, just like you feel like more like you have to, like you're giving him advice now and you're like looking out for him a little bit in a different way. I, than only because my dad got sick. Your dad got sick. had a stroke. So that way, my dad like he he went from living with his mom to living with my mom like, and that was his life as an adult. So when he when he, like he literally never lived by himself. No, because he, he he met my mom when they were in high school. Okay, they got married early twenties. That yeah. was it. Your first kid. Uh, my sister's the first kid. Okay. So then when my dad left, like, he and he left, like, in a way that I'm like, he's acting like a young high school kid right now. He's like, I think I love this woman, blah, blah, blah. He didn't love her. He just, he had some attention from a bartender, and he was like, this is sick. Yeah. And, and You're I was in your 20s at that. the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, 24, maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to tell him that, and he's not, but he, he was. You're like, Dad, these hoes ain't loyal. I'm like, you're you're acting like a your you're first crush. Like, that's what it's acting like. Uh, and then within, like, a month or two, He's calling me, telling me, oh, if that lady calls, tell her I moved to Calgary. Like, I'm just like he he left he left my house in a rush. He also left her house in a rush because he, oh. he left in that situation thinking it's going to be all great, realizing, oh, fuck, no, I don't actually want to live with this woman. And then he finally lived on his own after. But he uh, yeah, basically 
my mom, he at least like had a conversation with him leaving. But that lady, he just straight up packed his bags, left, and he's like, oh, I got a job in Alberta. Like, I had to dip. Damn, just and a good old evasion, huh? Ghost. ghost <laughs> and he's just in the same town, right? He's just going to the bar, like, on yeah. the, in another street. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, bartenders will give you. That's the thing about a bartender, man. I don't know what it is about. It attracts certain people, these, like, uh, transients a little bit. Uh. And, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of bartenders in the past that just uh, something about a bartender, man. Yeah. Just giving people drinks and listening to your problems. You could, people, I could see, you know, you fall in love quickly with the bartender. They're also like, yeah. a lot of the girls, like, professionally, they're flirting professionally. Yeah. They they're flirt. at high levels. They're, they're yeah. like, literally, they place. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like T Pain has this a song about it, you know, I fell in love with the bartender. Like, I met the bartender. Ooh. Yeah. So I remember when I heard that song, I was like, 18 and i went to montreal for the first time and i tried to chop a bartender i tried to get her number and she's like nah and i was like yeah t-pain was right man fucking these Yo, bartenders these, are hard, you know? hard to get, bro. <laughs> isn't it crazy how difficult it was to get women 17 18 19 mm. like when you got your fake or you just were legally allowed to enter the bar yeah versus just how that whole process of meeting them to like uh you know, being able to date or whatever the fuck, hook up. Yeah. That beginning to end, how much easier it gets in like a 10-year span. I remember it was just feel like we'd be just thinking of like you'd like meet a girl and you'd like you would, she wouldn't give her number, but she'd like give her Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And you're like asking your boys, you're messaging. You're like, yo, do, do I just be like, what's your number? They're like, no, no, bro. You got to ease it in, bro. You got to talk there for two days. Then get the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, there's it's all these, these covers. Don't respond too quick. <laughs> exactly. You'll look desperate, bro. Like, and it's so true, man. It's actually so true. It's the worst one. Like, that's why people got to turn off read receipts right away. Like, mm. when you get a phone, sometimes it defaults to read receipts. Yeah. And the worst is if you're just texting someone and their text and this person texts you, and it just clicks to them, so it's read immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but now you still gotta give it like an hour or right, whatever right, the right. fuck is, even though you clearly read. I know. It's <laughs> You're fun. like fuck. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that I always fuck up on, like to this day, I try and remind myself not to, is uh, sometimes texting uh, like a paragraph when you could just use a sentence. Girls hate reading multiple words. <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but like the shorter and sweeter you can make the response, the better it is. Like the more often it'll work out with you actually getting the girl. Like I'm talking about in the early stages of talking. Oh, I agree. If about. you text a paragraph, they're like, "It's needy." Who is this fucking freak? It's needy, right? And, but it's like, so I, I remember one time I was gonna get a tattoo on my on my thumb right here, or right right on my texting thumb that just says "say less," because like because like it's a it's been a, a problem for me. Even like if I'm in a fight with like a girlfriend or something, and I'm like. I, 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 I end up saying some stuff I don't mean, whatever, like a text, whatever. And then it ruins everyone's day because we're like having this back and forth. And I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have sent that. So I just need to say less. That's fucking clutch. It's it's funny. Sometimes I'll be writing a big text yeah. and you'll just see me like, nah. they'll be like, please. And then I'll like delete it and change it to PLZ, even though I already wrote please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Short I feel like such a loser. Word economy. I'm like, I already wrote it. <laughs> right, right. I just want them to think that I'm fucking writing quick. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The, t- there is a lot of unspoken rules to texting. Bro, you know how to, you know what my move was when I was like 16 or 17? Mm. <laughs> I look back at this, I was such a loser. I'd, so I'd be texting and I'd be like, I won't be like, one sec. BRB, one sec. Yeah. But then I would write sec, I would write sex. Mm. 
And then I'd be like, oh, I meant sec, sec, S-E-C, asterisk. That's what I meant. Yeah. But now that we're talking about sex. Sure you did. Yeah, See exactly. how they react to it? I'm like, sex, though? That's so funny. <laughs> it was the biggest, the biggest loser move of all fucking time. No, I meant second. But also, sex is a thing. What do you yeah. think about sex? Well, one, like, I didn't even mean for this to be a trick, whatever, but I remember... One girl that I was friends with, like I had a sex dream about her and I told her about it. Then we ended up fucking like a month or two later. It just put it out there that like sex is on the mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I dreamt about fucking. And what she said, was it good? Yeah, it was pretty She good. said that? You know what I mean? Yeah, one of those ones. And then, like, then after, like, it was great. Then after like that worked out with that girl, then I'm like, other girls in the future, like I'm just like, yeah, I had a sex dream about you, whether I did or not. Yeah. It's it's a good thing. Like as long as you guys both have you a little bit You open that of, door. You open the door. Yeah. Of like, okay, he's thought about having sex with me. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm like, one sex. Oh, I meant second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One sex. <laughs> sex, that's not what I meant, but do you have it though? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try that out. I'm going to try out the one sex. Hey, when you're in your mid-30s. Like BRB, one sex. <laughs> I mean sec. I mean sec. Oh, fuck. Well, but I would have one sex but with do you, you. But do you want to have one sex, though? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm fucking not going to be greedy and two sex, but yeah. Loser techniques back in the day. Goddamn. Mm. Shit takes me back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really look. Man, the most embarrassing thing I ever did for girls. In grade seven and eight, I had the biggest crush on this girl. She was uh, half Filipino, half Spanish. She was so hot mm. for, when you know. Small petite. Uh, like just enough. Yeah, I think so. But anyways, um, at the school dance, I got down on one knee and asked her to dance with me, and I fucking regret it to oh this day. Oh my god, it makes it, I, it makes me fucking it makes sick. it cringy. Oh, yeah. I I, I want to throw up thinking Bro, about it. And I just got to shut it down my spine. By the way, that, that girl <laughs> and me and her, we never dated. Like we danced together, and she was actually like, oh. this is the thing. Like I don't know if you ever remember. Like, did you have school dances? Yeah, of course. So this girl, like, it wasn't just with me. Like all the boys knew. Like. When she would dance with you, she would do like this little like rubbing her leg between your, like your legs to like kind of like brush up on your dick. Yeah, <laughs> everyone would be hard after they dance with her. Of course, <laughs> like just a little fucking put it up rub in the waistband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... Oh, is that your dick? No, uh, <laughs> it's my belt. It's my yeah, belt. Exactly. Fuck yeah. But a anyways, that girl like nothing ever worked out with her. Like we never dated or anything. Actually, I think she did pity me and like. Said she'd be my girlfriend for one day, but then like by lunchtime she's like, I actually I didn't want to be. I girl. can't. It's just not working out. Yeah, one year for Bitch, it's been ninety minutes for Valentine's Day. I got her S Club Seven CD, some chocolates, and uh, and she broke you my just fucking didn't take heart. Take the hint, though. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Do you no. ever look back at, at? Do you ever look back at these like chicks? You know what I see? look. You know what I? I bet like, she's got like four kids now. She she does have like three kids. Yeah. And we hung out once as an adult as adults because like we have same mutual friends like same from school and stuff. And when I went to her, you're house, like you don't know, have a sex dream with you. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know right. I mean? And then I put a third baby in her and actually no, yeah. no, she's happily married and stuff. But if she did break up with him and she's like, you know what, we have some unfinished business from grade seven and eight. And I'd be like, all right, I, I actually did. Don't place your mind. I've had sex dreams about her for sure. Yeah, I <laughs> bet you have, bro. Yeah, Taking yeah. one knee like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. What you probably a, painted her. What a loser. Yeah. Oh, so sad. And she. And then yeah. She's still fine. Yeah, she's pretty nice. Fine yeah. enough to close seal the deal for the sake of your past. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, tie up loose knots and shit. For sure. I was um I was very much a prude because I grew up crazy religious, bro. Yeah. Like wildly religious. So like I was almost like afraid of girls. Like like my mom would like be like, don't like if I in sixth grade I remember I had a girl partner as for a project and she called the house and uh my mom picked up and was like 
She's like, oh, is Abbas there? And then the whole conversation I'm having with her, my mom's right in front of me, just fucking steam coming out of her nose. Like, and the second I hang up, she's like, no, ever give, don't give girls this. I'm like, she's a fucking project partner. What the fuck? Yeah, so that's like, crazy. She made it. They like vilified. It was crazy. It wasn't even like, it's not even immigrant shit. I used to think, I used to attribute all these things to immigrant upbringings. Right. It was just my dysfunctional household. It was just your mom. Yeah. I, was now your dad I like that too? Was your dad putting pressure on you? Well, to, my da- no, not at all. My dad was mom. like, don't be with girls. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Uh-huh. But uh, my mom was just fucking putting that shit like, and it just fucked with me for so long. But I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I was pretty late too. I was 17, but like some of my friends were like, like some of my friends lost fucking grade, eight, like grade, grade eight. seven. Yeah, so I know about that. There's always that one kid in the party in grade seven. Everyone's talking about it for fucking two years. Yeah, because yeah. grade 10, I had a chance and uh, it just didn't work out. Uh, I, I was like, so like I barely even knew how to like make out with a girl at that point. Like I was pretty I was just not like a, a guy that was getting a lot of action. You know what I mean? Yeah. But grade 10, I met this girl that she used to like in, in summer school. She used to like play with my dick under the desk and stuff. Right. And uh, and then she was like, how her she's like, oh, me and my friend will have a threesome with you. And I hadn't even had lost my virginity yet. And I told her, I got to learn to play man to man before I play zone. This is actually what I said. <laughs> actually, <laughs> that's hilarious, though. How did you not seal the deal after that? She's like, what, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was so funny to me, too. But it, it cost me a losing my virginity in a threesome, which would have been a sick story. Is all your boys around. Yeah, <laughs> she's just fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, what the fuck? That's crazy, though. That's wild that that shit happened like that. You had a lot of threesomes? No, I've had zero threesomes. Mm. I've had that that chance, and then I had another one that I was, uh, this girl that I had been fucking whatever. The first time I ever had sex with her, she's like, that was great. I just, with my friend Kayla was here too. I was like, sick. So the whole time I'm fucking this girl for the next couple of months, I'm always thinking like, when is that threesome going to happen? Till eventually I'm like. Kayla's the guy. <laughs> I'm, no, 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 no. Kayla, Kayla. Kayla shows up like, yo, what's going on? You so, jam easy? So I'm like, I'm like, I, it got to the point where I was like, this girl wasn't that nice. Yeah, yeah. She had a cute face, but she was pretty chubby. Her time ran out. So I was like, I was like, yo, honestly. If Kayla I'm, is showing up. Pretty much. <laughs> an ultimatum. I don't want to fuck you anymore. <laughs> like, I'm, I've, I've been hanging in there waiting for that threesome. It isn't going to happen. All right. So then we didn't talk for like another two months, three months go by. Now I'm like dating a new girl kind of. And I had this girl at my house. We just went to the movies. We just fucked. Like, I, I was just, I was empty. My, I was, my cum was empty. You're spent, yeah. And I just, my phone starts going off. And it's the last girl. And she's like, we're down tonight. Come through Kayla's house. We're going to have a threesome, blah, blah, blah. And she's calling me so many times and, like, texting me. And I just ignored it because I'm like, this girl's at my house. Like, I can't. And, and I wasn't that horny because yeah, I just. Yeah, you're spent. But honestly, hindsight. You look the, back. That girl didn't live that far from me. I could have just went to that Kayla girl's house. And, uh, and 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 been like, oh, I have an emergency. Like, my buddy needs me. Left, came back in an hour or whatever. It would have been a fucked up thing to do. But at least I would have been able to have one through some of my life. I know, but with the new James Cummins name, bro, it's bound to happen, man. You lost the jam easy. Yo, it's going to happen, man. You, have you had threesomes? Well, I talked about this shit. And now for the... Uh, respect of my girlfriend i will uh I, I brought it up one time and it made its way back to this i won't really bring it up but yes. something like that i think Fair i told enough. you didn't I? i'll tell i'll tell you off the thing but it's like uh it wasn't like two girls on their knees and i'm banging them but it wasn't that type of three threesome yeah but i would like, just like tag team head that's all i really want in life 
I just want two girls. That's what it was. To mutually that's suck what it was. my dick fuck it. That's what yeah. it was. I, In I, Cancun. I would, fuck it. It's over. I already said it. That, I would prefer that. Bro, it was incredible, bro. I would prefer that over <laughs> going back and forth between Yeah, two it's pussy. work, bro. Bro, yeah. it was incredible. And just being able to watch it. Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, the funny part, though, was I was in Cancun, and um, I'm not a chain guy. I'm not a necklace guy. Uh, but on that trip, I brought, like, a gold necklace. Yeah, and that's what got you it. I don't know, but I just remember in that moment, like I'm in the bed and I'm just looking down and I just look past my necklace, gold necklace, yeah. and seeing that. And I'm just like, yo, this is the highest point of my life. Yeah. I think. I'm an, am I a necklace guy now? You know what I mean? These right. are the thoughts in your head. It's, yo, when I started wearing necklaces, I got some better. The game changed? Yeah, yeah, really. I'm yeah. Just, but till this day, like I, I just got a fresh necklace, but uh, I don't know. It's just the movement. I just, something about it. I just like, it took me a while to even be a hat guy for like when I first started balding for like two years. I was just every time I put on a hat, it felt weird. Yeah, I'm pretty new to hats, too. Yeah, but you seem like you've been rocking hats since day one. It does. You seem got like that, that vibe. So this is the funniest thing. So before I had a beard, hats didn't look good on me. Like, I don't know what it was like. My ears stick out the, the bare face like something didn't look good. So I never really wore hats. So one day I went to a Blue Jays game. Still didn't have a beard at this point, but I'm like, whatever. I'm at Jays game. I'll grab a hat. Got a hat. Go to the game. On the way home, I, I, I kind of fall asleep in my friend's car in the front seat. Windows open. The hat flies off my face and out the window. And I'm like, hats aren't meant for me. Like, I just bought this That's hat today. Sign, and it's already yeah. gone. Anyways, so then for, I didn't wear a hat. I didn't start wearing hats, like, officially until I had a beard, which is, like, only, like, six years ago, yeah. seven years ago. Wait, yeah. Something about it, huh? Like, I, now you can see I got a fucking bunch of hats yeah, just because it's the baldness. <laughs> you know, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? There's something about, like, uh, once once you go bald, then, like, a hat becomes more than just, like, an accessory. It's like, it's like I'm just trying to hide my fucking, like, I'm, I'm ashamed of my scalp. It's just, it's cold. But you could do a, can you take your hat off for one second? Yeah. You could just do a pure fucking Buzz shave cut? off. Oh, shave I, everything. I, I do it all the time. Yeah. But then your head's cold, bro. Fair. You know what I mean? But you even, have a, even in the su- a summer gust of wind will give you a little bit of a blue. You really? Know I mean? Yeah. So like that's what the hat thing is now. And and now actually for a minute it was like, oh, I'm losing my hair's receding. I need a hat to cover my shame. But now it's like, yo, I got a bunch of hats. That's a sick hat I like wearing. Yeah. This hat feels good. This hat, I like that logo. Like it's kinda like I like hats now. Do you wear hats on stage a lot? No, I almost never. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I used to wear one hat backwards when I first this hat. The a different version of it, old navy hat, and uh, not old navy, like a, a navy hat. But in San Francisco, when I was coming up in the open mics, and then sometimes I'd wear it without the hat. I really wore the hat all the time. Something in my head, I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Mm. But so, but people would be like, lose the hat. Like some guys, like one of the older OGs was like, you know, it's you pop, you don't need that hat because I'd be like, where's my hat? <laughs> so yeah. you know, you're like one year open micer. I was like, where's my hat? <laughs> I can't go on without my hat. My hat is everything. It's everything, bro. That's so funny. You're but like, if they see my receding hairline, they'll know that I'm a loser, and the jokes are not going to work. You know, like no, there is some the logic of when you're when you're real amateur. Right, right, right. There's some science behind not wearing a hat on stage. Like, like you're supposed to be as free as possible like you're not supposed to wear a jacket you're not supposed to wear a hat like there's all these like comedy like i don't know what it really does but i think a hat at least wearing it backwards is okay because people can still see all your facial expressions and stuff but when you wear it forwards it can like cut off a little bit of your facial expressions i think i actually don't mind that i like wearing it forward more than backwards on stage because i'm not a backwards hat guy you know what i mean i'm not backwards hat guy and then like suddenly i'm like a cool guy 
You know what I mean? You yeah. don't want to look that cool on stage because mm. we're not trying to be cool. We're trying to be funny, right? That's true. So it's like I think it's working against you a little bit. But I actually like when the light's here right above you. I like a hat in the front because sometimes you could lower and your eyes go dark. Yeah, but and I don't... then you could play with it a little bit. Okay, like you know what I mean. So it's like it becomes like a prop in a little bit of a way. Okay, but ninety percent of times, if I'm wearing a toque or a hat and I'm up next, the hat comes off, goes with my jacket. It yeah. it it can't look to the audience that like you're in transit. Like you can't have a jacket and a backpack on because there's a yeah. discomfort to it. Like is he about to leave? Is he like are yeah. we, should we have jackets on? You know, right? You don't want to think anything about it. So hand in a pocket, hand in a, like, it's just like, don't be, you're performing. Mm. So you can kill it off the top and then do, and then every rule breaks, get the audience trust. And you can put on a backpack. And like, I've seen Chris Robinson kill with a fucking jacket and backpack on like tight, you know, not yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like he's about to run right, and he right. fucking did fine. Yeah. It's just the swag you bring to it is like, it's not convincing the audience. Like this isn't anything to think extra about. Yeah, don't, don't even think about my don't fucking think about backpack, backpack right don't now, think you about piece it. of shit. Yeah. I'm not going to address it, and the jokes are funny, so suddenly the backpack doesn't even become a problem. True. But uh, Speaking of style, though, I will say, uh, this not being uh, even a visual episode, and you still have the immigrant section uh, t-shirt on, that's dedication to the brand. Bro, I just fuck with this shirt heavy. I made a shirt that I like, you know? So, I like the back of it. Yeah, right? It's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back to basics, uh, Sudani graphic designer. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, he did that shit. Uh, you you fuck with stickers, like bumper stickers. I should start. I got a I got a big one of that in the back. If you want it, I got a bunch of them. Okay. Yeah. I need um, to get on stick. I need to get it. No, nah, I, 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 I mean I made some. them years ago. I don't. Yeah. I thought I'd sell them when I had. I had a, I had a Shopify for a little bit. Yeah, I need to get on the merch game. <sighs> it's tough, bro. When you go to you're doing these tours and stuff now. Are you selling merch after the shows? Uh huh. We made a hundred shirts. We sold them all. Nice. But. but uh, it changes the vibe. If you have an opener selling the merch, it's way better. Cause like, imagine being at the back of the show thanking people for coming, but also having like trying to sell something. Oh yeah, it's a fucked up vibe. It is. I don't like I've, doing it. I, of course, no one does, but it's a thing that you can do. Yeah, and and just when you only get a hundred shirts, the price per shirt versus like what you make on a shirt, you're not making that much money. So it's like now I'm uh, doing a weird vibe and I'm and I'm real merchanty at the back of the. How much did I'm, you sell the shirts for? Twenty five. T shirts. T shirts. Twenty five yeah, bucks. Not bad. Yeah, that's a standard. Yeah. Twenty five to thirty is your standard like yeah. support price. You could charge thirty five if it's got a lot of graphics on it, but we didn't. No, I think if I got like a sweaters made, I would I would have to charge fifty probably. A hoodie, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, fifty is a standard price. Yeah, yeah. fifty, forty five. Like sometimes I'll sell forty five, but yeah, a real good hoodie, fifty bucks, one hundred percent. Yeah, but it's like, then it becomes the bitch of you got to check in because you got to bring the merch with you. Now you're checking in a bag at the airport rather than just carrying a carry-on. Right, and that right, right. changes the annoyance of flying. Are you flying this time to Winnipeg? Oh, yeah. I've never I've never, never gotten any other way. Okay, cool. It's like a two-hour flight or a f- seven-day trip. <laughs> you know, It's like a $200 flight. Who's driving unless you got a fucking truck to deliver? You you, we could have just rolled together for the first day. I would have got you to Winnipeg the day before your show. But I'm telling you, they the flight's on them. 
Oh, fair enough. Yeah, flight and hotels on them. And okay, then we do perfect. a door split. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to meet that guy. Uh, the Benji? guy that you're doing the show with. Because I'm just doing. Oh, Emmanuel or Benji, you mean? Benji. Yeah, okay. I'm doing just their, like, the, the hot mic in town on the Thursday night, whatever. Because I asked him, and he's like, if you were here Friday, Saturday, it would have been sick. But oh, it would have been so sick to yeah. fucking do some time before. Yeah, that would have been, been sick. sick. That would have been like the home team here. I know. That would have been really for cool. James Cummins. They're like, what? Jam Easy. Wah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm excited to go there. I'm excited to do all these cities along the way. Yeah, because you're really going to get a... And material's going to happen. Yeah. Like material you're going to get. When you come back to Toronto after this little stint of like one week, you're literally going to have new material. I know. Because you're going to be like, I just drove from here. And you could tell like teeth, the number of teeth and mouth decrease. <laughs> Man, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's why like this job doesn't pay a lot. But... I'm just doing it for the experience. It's like research. <laughs> of driving across the country, planting a couple seats because I want to tour later in the year. Like I've been talking to you about like trying to learn some things from you and stuff. Uh, so like by the fall, winter is when I'd like to actually do an official one. But this is a good one to just, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, plant seeds along the way. You know That's what I mean? my boy campaign, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then now all those places you hit, you actually have a point of reference. Like Exactly. Be like, Makes yo, I'm coming out. I want to make an independent show. What's a good venue? You actually have someone to hit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Who'd you hit up in Thunder Bay? Chris, the guy with Five Forks. You know why? Because I looked at where Neem and all those guys were touring, and they went to Five Forks. So okay. I got on the Five Forks website, cool. and I gave him a call. And a lot yeah. of people are doing that because I looked at where those guys were going, mm. and then like Ashwin Singh. Now he's doing that. He's yeah. like looked where I was going. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need a list from you. Yeah, I mean, bro, just go on the fucking Eventbrite and, and, uh, and check click it out. past. It yeah, shows cool, everything. Cool, You'll cool, see cool. what the ticket price was, the location, the time we started, the right, day right, of the right. week. Everything is there for you. The poster. Yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking sick. Soon will be. Uh, soon. W- what are you doing there nowadays? Are you hosting mostly? Are you middling? Or like, what are you, what are you up to? Like around the city. In general? Yeah. Mostly middling. I'm uh, hosting. I host a lot too. Yeah. Corner always has me as a host. Like, I think Joe really likes me as a host. So he. He puts me hosting a lot. Yeah. But then when I do like spots everywhere else, I'm just doing spots, like middle spots. Gotcha. And then, uh, yeah, my own thing I host. So, yeah. I've got a couple shows in, uh, I'm doing Windsor and Montreal. I'm going to headline them, but I'm still looking for people to, a couple people. Because I just bring uh, hosts and a Yeah, bring me the host. I'm a great host. But if, I'm saying if you want to feature, you feature, like I'm asking. Either one. What, fe- either okay. one. But I think uh, I'm strongest. Would you prefer Windsor or Montreal? I'd prefer both. Uh, but when are you going? <laughs> April 2nd, April 7th. Those two? Yes. I'll just come for both if you want, but it's up to you. You want to come for both? Yeah. Come for both. That's one boy. Let's a- go. April 2nd and a- to April 7th? Uh, we'll talk after this. I know, uh, I'll just, give you the actual dates. I just can't. April 2nd and April 7th. No, no I'm not doing two. five days. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. not doing, right. doing five fucking days. And actually another spot too, I think that would work. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be interesting. I've always wanted to just... Because uh, you're a lot dirtier than me. So it's like, it's funny to have a dirty host. I, I think... But my shit Whenever now, I've I, been on a show with you... Yeah. I honestly think nine times out of ten, putting me and you, whether it's me before you or you out or you before me, I feel like both of us smash yeah, all the time. Yeah, well, we I think well. we pair really good, yeah, well yeah, yeah. together. I think people like seeing the fucking, the difference. The duality side side. Thing. Yeah. 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 No, I think it goes good. It's something about it because you're the white that grew up with the blacks and I'm the black that grew up with the whites. And the people love it. <laughs> yeah, there's something like, about it. There's I think the world's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah, right. They see us too. Next it's to a kumbaya moment. For you know? sure. 
but yeah, let's actually talk about that off air. But uh, let's land this bitch, all right? Okay. Tell the people where they can find you uh, as far as your like your handle and whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. And uh, if you know dates that you're going to hit or your pod, yeah, plug yeah. it all. Do your thing, bro. I, I got a fucking uh, new handle fresh off the presses. It's James. Come on now. Uh, you know. That's you spell it exactly the way you think it would be. James, come on now. Not come, not like come the come that comes out of your dick. That's hilarious how you like exactly how you spell it. Not like this though. How about you yeah, just spell it? When like, I said come on now, what'd you think? <laughs> I knowing you, I thought C U M. Well, my last name is C U M M O I N S. But uh anyways, so it's James C O M E O N N O W. Come on now. Uh and if you want to see me hosting some things, uh Canvas Art Bar Wednesday nights in Mississauga. Port Credit. Uh, it's a free show to come to. Just grab some drinks. And Yo, I reach that show all the time. It's a great show. Yeah, that one's great. And then if you're in Thunder Bay for some reason, come see me on the 15th at Campfire. Uh, you'll see me in the middle of the flyer with the heart around my head because it was the day after Valentine's Day. Closing it out. Fuck yeah, brother. Oh, uh, one last thing. And check out my other podcast. I completely forgot about it. My bad. Uh, that I do with Hannah Veldoon. It's called If We're Still Talking. Just a fun little talk show here. do you have a link tree i do okay as always scroll below click uh james the link tree will be there that has all your shit right that has everything there you go it even has some stuff that i didn't even talk about well there you go there's a little bonus for you in there <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from my end winnipeg make sure to come out montreal on in april i forget the date windsor harrison ontario uh come out it's gonna be fun Thank you for tuning in. Support the show directly at the Immigrant Section uh, Patreon at you know patreon.com slash the Immigrant Section. But, uh, brother, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me again. Until next time, is, homie. Let me yeah. have you on your shit, bro. Yeah, Put yeah. me on it. You will be on. He, he's going to come on. Come on now. Let's get it. Okay, until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace. Peace.